What's up? Right, we're live. We're on it. Well, how do you know? How do, and I can't. I need to be turned up. Are you color? I blonde? demand it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, golden gods and goddesses. Welcome to the 50th episode of Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards. How's it going, guys? Pew, 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 pew. Thank you for joining us here on the show. We are so happy to have you guys. If this is your first time joining us, welcome to the uh, 50th episode spectacular. We call it a spectacular. What defines a spectacular? Nothing spectacular anymore. Not after 9-11. <laughs> we haven't been spectacular since 2001. That was 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh, almost. Wow. That's a heavy, heavy thing to start the podcast with. 50 episodes? Yeah, 50 Whoa. episodes, guys. <laughs> Welcome uh, to Rumham and Wildcards. My name is Braden. I'm joined here by three other voices here. Uh, introduce yourselves, gentlemen. We got Donnie. Voice number two. <laughs> we got Adam. Voice number three. And uh, what's the dish of the day for the 50th episode? Stone soup. Stone soup? Stone soup. You guys know that story? No. Stone Can't. soup stories. No. Guys come to a village and they say, hey, we're hungry. We need some food. And the villagers like, we don't got any food for you. Get the fuck out of here. And they say, okay, we'll make our own food. And they say, we're going to make stone soup. Some guy comes up to him and is like, hey, that's great food you're cooking. What is it? And he's like, stone soup. It's like, oh, man, your stone soup needs some carrots. And he puts in carrots. Basically, that happens until they make real soup. So the stone soup is fake. Since uh, the structure of this episode is what it is, everyone getting together and us taking in people's responses, felt like stone soup was appropriate. Does this story exist anywhere outside of your imagination? No, man. It's a real <laughs> okay. life. It's a real life folktale. Okay. Sorry, I'm <laughs> cultured. And, you know, my parents read to me folktales from ages past of ancestors old, old in time were you raised by an old witch that lives in the woods that's exactly correct yes and, she and ate your father, my siblings and your father was a, a oh a bridge troll that uh, and, uh, uh, made you answer uh, yo, questions i read that book yeah i bet you i did. read that book yeah i bet you did yeah uh, Don, Donnie and I are out of the we're, we're the minority or I guess Uncultured we're the sorry swine. I didn't grow up playing Grand Theft Auto and fucking hitting sticky hands on people <laughs> sticky, I sticky hands it was slap bracelets I'll have you know it was the glorious years of the early 2000s slash late 90s uh, we had slap bracelets we had silly bands we were talking about that the other day at the barbecue but uh, yeah, we're not here to reminisce on the 90s. We're here to uh, talk about how these first 50 episodes have gone. Uh, we got some listener responses that we have uh, accumulated over these past 50 episodes that we're going to kind of respond to. And uh, we're sort of flying by the sea of our pants on this one. It's something a bit different. Uh, if you're new here and, and don't know what's going on, we normally on this podcast uh, for the past, uh, how many episodes have we reviewed? 30 something, 35 uh, episodes, we have been going in chronological order and uh, putting each episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia on a scale of 1 to 10 and uh, putting them all on one ranked list. The list of lists. <clears throat> the list of lists. Uh, yeah, so that's been interesting so far. Uh, if you're listening to this, uh, hit subscribe uh, wherever you're listening. And uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Always Sunny Pod. Uh, that's where you can get more Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards content when we post from time to time whenever we do post uh rarely but follow us at always sunny pod on twitter and instagram hit subscribe so you get notified when new episodes come out um yeah like i said there's uh not very much structure to today's episode um we're just gonna kind of talk about what we've been uh think of the podcast so far we got some listener responses that we're gonna get here uh but i i, I want to First, before we get into this, uh, address the question that's on everyone's mind, probably um, that uh, you probably might have on your mind if you're listening to this. Um, 
The dish of the day uh, is a very interesting uh, fan favorite uh, here on the podcast. You either love him or you hate him for his uh, impeccably low scores. Uh, but everyone's more curious around the identity. So I think for the 50th episode, we should finally dox the dish of the day a little bit, shall we? All right. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. So, so uh, my name is um, <clears throat> Dish. Uh, middle name is uh, of the and last name is day. Dish is spelled D-I-S-H. And the- I live at uh, 807 your mom's house. <laughs> and um, you can send all your hate mail uh, there. The zip code is uh, 8912 Chili's. <laughs> you, and you, you live in the Chili's? That's correct. Any relation to Charlie Day? Or? No, no, no. no. no, 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 no. <laughs> My grandfather changed our name from Dish of the Week to Dish yeah. of the Day. Oh. Because, yeah. When they came was, over. No, when they, when they had more food. And, and when they, they came over in the daily, delivery. When they could eat daily and they didn't have to eat once a week. Oh, there was a great famine that turned your family from the Dish of the Week into the Dish of the Day. Yeah, that's right. Stay stay tuned. It'll be the Dish of the, uh, dish of the Afternoon. Because we can't get enough of you. But uh, I thought it'd be fun if we could just ask you some, some questions about your personal life, and you can answer them however you feel like. Okay, sounds like a plan. So uh, the dish of the day, let me, let me ask you. Um, Stone Soup, uh, I'll, ask you, yeah. I'll talk to you about your formal name. Uh, what are some of your favorite hobbies? Tell the listeners. Um, I like... Because they know so much about us. Right, right, right. I like um, cooking. I like uh, baking. Um, I like doing pastry stuff. Um, and most importantly, um, I like uh, talking about It's Always Sunny. Nice. Those are all things you do almost uh, every day, it yeah. seems like. Yeah. Congratulations. Where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in an oven. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that has nothing to do with your Jewish faith. Oh, Jesus, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's an edit out. That was a that's an, that's an I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's an that's edit out. That's where we're the line. I can't. I can't. Egregious clown. Holocaust I, jokes. I can't clown on my own. Uh, that was before he was reincarnated. Yeah, this exactly. is how I cope. Oh this my. is how I cope with the loss. Fine. Uh, Fine. <laughs> I'll allow it. That's it's your it. show. Uh, yeah. Um, do you guys have any <laughs> questions to to get to know our anonymous co-host here on the show that the listeners might want to know? Um. Uh, well, I'm a devout Muslim. As well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I don't know uh, what what's your what was your what's your favorite dish that you done? Fuck, probably for the episode. <laughs> that was the only question I was gonna have. You probably both fruit cake up. was probably the best one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah, I would agree. Christmas. You are fruit cake. Yes. Yeah. Do, you, exactly I, I, do you like to make a random dish for the episode or make it themed? Uh, it's usually it's usually themed. Cool. Yeah. All right. Which is a lot of work, by the way. You should see my storyboards. Yeah. Oh, it's and selections of dishes that I crossed out. Your recipe. Right, chart. I, I got That's a good right. one for right, you. Go ahead, go I'm ahead. a I'm a very visual person. When I hear people talking to me, I want to be able to like picture what they look like and get some visual representation. So if someone had to pick one food to picture you as every time you're talking, just a talking blank of a talking yeah. plate of nachos. Nachos? nachos, nachos, nachos yeah, are a, kind a lot of, of nachos. Food, the most supreme nachos you can get with all the shit. Like vegan nachos. No. I mean, you could have impossible sausage on top of the whatever meat is there already. Okay. I'm just talking about like a an amalgamation of all these different foods that don't quite blend together like a soup, but are all like sitting on top of each other. For me and the rest of the listeners who have no idea what you just said, that was an amal- amalgamation. 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 <laughs> what was that? That's like a mixing together. I figured, lot, I, figured yes. I knew what yeah. it meant, but I've never heard that yeah. word it's before. It's like a stew. Or Context soup. clues. Yes, they'll, I you know, knew what it meant based on that. They'll get you yeah, every time. They'll get you. Um, I've just never heard uh, that word. Would you say that um, ginger ale Hold is... Hold on, you pause it for a second? Or let's edit this out part. Was that Katie? Because Katie like messaged me personally. 
was like, what's the deal with the dish of the day? I'm like, oh, oh no, 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 no. I just made that one up. I'm just oh, trying okay, to come okay, up okay, with content like right now. Okay. I asked, when are you going to reveal yourself? I don't know if we were going to get to that, if that's all tied into it. Oh, are are you going message. to reveal yourself? No. No? Okay. Well, that's okay. Uh, maybe at the end. Maybe would the last you, episode we do, probably. Would you say that your favorite drink is ginger ale? Dish of the, the day? No. No. Oh. oh, inside jokes are fun. Let's do visual jokes that only the four of us in the room right now are going to get. Well, I'm uh, trying to get them to picture. My favorite drink is Four loco. Uh, red four loco? No, I like or the original, <laughs> original formula four loco. I like the gold one. Just to clarify, it, it tastes like gold. That's my favorite flavor is gold. How is blue a flavor? It's special. Let's take it back to Sunny. Uh, speaking of which, let's let's talk a bit about Sunny here. We got uh, some responses to uh, a recent posting of the list of lists, and uh, the listeners wanted to let us know exactly what they think about some episodes we reviewed so far and some episodes we haven't reviewed. So um, let's take a trip down memory lane, shall we? Uh, we got one listener, uh, the Don Mega on Instagram, saying that the gang exploits a miracle should be much higher uh, on the list. Uh, the gang exploits a miracle is currently uh, number 11 out of 37 episodes. 11 out of 37. That's pretty high up. Top one did, third. Did he give a reason or he just said? I think he's a slave to the church. <laughs> yeah, no, that's probably possible. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> maybe he really likes salt and pepper shakers. Or he's a priest, oh, like in real maybe, life, yeah. like a Catholic priest who's like, you know, we got to pump up our fucking Hey, hey guys, why don't you go to church too, you yeah, know? That's exactly right. <laughs> you know who had a lot of fun in Philadelphia? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but only if you're Mormon, I guess, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I don't know how religion works. Um... I think that's a fair score. We gave it a 7.3 out of 10. I think that's a very fair score considering the highest we've given is an 8.4. The only thing, in my opinion, that is saving that episode um, is fucking Pastor Charlie. Yeah. Gay for a man and named if I, God? Yeah. Okay. And if I recall, that is an episode that like I remember a lot of it, and it's a very classic good episode. But I think that one was definitely one that fell... What was it, Nasta? Yeah, Nasta? yeah, not yeah, as funny yeah. the second Like, the time more around. I watch it, just it doesn't make me laugh as yeah. much. Not as funny second time around. Yeah. So that's why I was going to turn to you, Donnie, because you gave this episode a 5 out of 10. Uh, and if I'm not mistaken, this is this is your second to lowest episode. Yeah. Uh, do you feel that, that that's fair out of all the episodes we've gone through? It's currently among $100 Baby and The Gang Solves a North Korea Situation. It's tied um, with that one. I mean, like I said, it probably got it probably is better than the score I gave, but in the moment, just rewatching it that many times, like even now, I can think of all the best funniest parts of that episode, and it just doesn't make me laugh as much as the first time. So, could I have given a more accurate score based on what I knew it was? Probably, I don't know. And we'll be we'll be talking here in a bit about like our thought process behind getting scores. Uh, a couple of you guys have asked about that, so we'll get to that here in a second. Uh, Preston on Instagram wants to know, uh, Mac is a serial killer. Wants to know why Mac is a serial killer isn't, uh, higher on the list. Mac is a serial killer is number. Twenty seven on the list of lists, almost near the bottom. That's our, t that's our bottom 10. I uh, think that was another one that it's just, 
it's funny. Obviously, always every episode is great, but I think that one was the one of the more score. forgettable ones. You gave what the, was it like a seven something? Yeah, you gave a seven on the dot. Uh, right, which the rest isn't of us that great each of a gave score, it lower honestly. and lower. Uh, you know, we we talk about this, or I talk about this more in the review, but that's one of the first episodes I saw, and I um, is just if you don't get the characters, it's not as as good of a story. I don't know. I would like to reiterate that I started this show from episode one. Was the first episode I saw. Correct. Okay. What What does that have to do with that? I'm just putting it out there. I didn't start at some random fucking episode somewhere in the middle. Started at the beginning. Went all the way oh, through. Oh, just all the way together? No, uh-huh. man. I got to be sold on shows. My attention deficit? Hell no. You think I can start from episode one like a psychopath? No offense to the 90% of people that probably started at episode one. But uh, yeah, so Mac is a serial killer. I don't know. What'd you think? What'd you think of this episode, Adam? I don't know. I don't remember it that much, to be honest with you. So that's probably why, you know, also, <clears throat> pardon Right me. over there? Jesus. He's like struggling <laughs> for oxygen. My weary battery. <laughs> I am full weary. Got to I'm glad about the old times. I'm glad we turned that into a bit so I don't have to edit that. I am <laughs> weary. Yeah, I was not prepared, really. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was still I was choking sitting, by was, myself. I, was, I didn't realize I was going to be called on and I was, to stop uh, choking. Laying back in my chair like, ah, okay. Um, what did I score for this one? Uh, it, came out to, it came out to a 6.3. All right, that's average. Come on, what do you guys want? That's above average. That's, that's above, above average. Hey, hey. That's going to be in the top 50% of episodes by the end of this. I'm Maybe it. also because of the culture we're living in now. Maybe a lot of the jokes are maybe lost on us or, I don't know, not as funny as they were at the time. I don't know. I'm just I would argue that they would be more funnier because... Yeah, I, People just, paying attention yeah. to serial killers and being involved in the serial killer and like serial killer chic or whatever has like fucking skyrocketed. But yeah, but he wasn't a serial killer. He was banging the, the invention the, of the podcast. Banging Carmine. Carmine's Car- 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 yeah. place Car- for steaks. The place for steaks. Carmen is Car- the Car- transgender <laughs> character. That yeah. Trend. So if I'm right, that's the same episode. So yeah. uh, so Mac is a serial killer. Uh, Keep probably going to keep it where it is. Yeah. Not that we could change it right now because we all know that's against the rules that we arbitrarily yeah, made up. Are there rules? Yeah. <laughs> what are the rules? This is not the finale, the season finale. Uh, I agree with this next comment. Uh, Ava Marone. Oh, Marone. Uh, oh, Marone. On Instagram says that Dennis and D going on welfare should be number one. I agree with that comment. As of right now, I think no. that's. What do the we best. give for that? Uh, the that episode received a uh, eight point or eight points. Where is it? Seven point nine. It's our crack, top two. Didn't crack the eight. That's our top four now. Top four. That's that's in our top four. Uh, I gave the most favorable score with a nine point six, and Adam gave that a six point five. So, what do you think of uh, Dennis and D going on welfare there, Adam? Should it be number one? Um, no, uh, not compared to what I want to be number one. No, it shouldn't. Is um, it anything related to Green Man? Your boyfriend, Green Man? No, actually, I I don't want to uh, say what my number one will be, but what is what's the, my number one now? Your number one oh. is something that I'm too lazy to look up. Okay, no, no, I'm kidding. I got you. It's uh, it's a uh, sweet D's dating a retarded person. Yeah, I love that one so much more than than this one. I think it's six point <laughs> five. Like sixes are good, guys. I don't know. It's average. What do you guys want from me? Yeah, the audience, not you guys. Uh, so, uh, there's a couple episodes, uh, on here that, uh, that have that people that aren't on here that people have mentioned. Uh, so I guess let's like jump ahead without giving away too much and say what people, uh, react to what people think. 
should right, be we're on gonna the go stop list. purely it's like one of those psychological tests where they show you a funny picture and ask your immediate or word response. immediate response you guys immediate give me one word response. one word response i'm gonna say the episode title and you guys uh we'll we'll go with stone soup adam are we giving then, numbers words what are we just what are word, we yelling your first just yell word one, the one first word. word that comes to your mind when unicorn when he says the thing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Son of a gun. Um, all right, we'll go We'll go this way, and then when I say next one, we'll go the other way, so you each get a, okay. a turn starting it off. Okay. <clears throat> all right, here we go. The gang goes to the water park. A plus. AIDS. Classic. I don't know. Oh, I'm bad at that. You guys give me too much time to think. It wasn't the first word. Too much time. Okay. Okay. Well, you can you can start you can start out with this next one. You can start out first, and we'll go to Adam. All right. Okay. Here we go. Mac and Dennis move to the suburbs. Overrated. Ooh. Exciting. Hmm. Mac and cheese. Ooh. I was gonna say <laughs> gap. That's a good one. Gap. Seize the gap. That's what. That's oh, all. Is that I the got. car? Oh, okay. Yeah. Car. I just I love the road. Fat age, cow. Yeah. Um. All right, um, this is going to be an interesting one. Here we go. Making Dennis Reynolds a murderer. Don't remember. That's two words, sorry. Eh, don't remember. Funny. Eh. Yeah, I don't remember that one either. Ooh, unre- uh, Dennis unremarkable. Dennis Reynolds making a murderer? Making him a murderer. You making a Dennis murderer. Reynolds a murderer, I think, is like the official title. It's, it's basically it's, Mac becomes a serial killer. Mac is a serial killer, but this one's playing at the show Making a Murderer, which I never saw. It's a full parody, and I never saw yeah, it. Yeah, me either. neither. That's why I'm like, eh, I don't get what's going on. I do kind of remember the episode, but not enough to even make a reference Like Mac's to turning to the camera to do a big reveal yeah. or whatever. Frank... Is Mike up running he's away. talking about it when he's running away, talking <laughs> about his sweatshop? Yeah, I guess unremarkable. I guess that's a good word for it. Um, Charlie not knowing the wrestling was fake and all that. She's not following us, but I'm gonna give a shout out to Emma Caitlin on Instagram, whose comment just says, "This list is not right." <laughs> just nothing <laughs> else. It. I even responded. I was like, "How so?" My shopping trolley murdered. What? I don't like it. You don't like it when you turn my words about. <laughs> I don't like it. Let me show you this Pauline Pants Down video. Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't like scared. anything. You're, you're making inside jokes with yourself. You're, you're here. making yeah. inside jokes. <laughs> <laughs> no you're one knows the only one who's going to laugh at your own jokes on this one, Stone Soup. <laughs> no one knows what you're talking about right now. Oh, um, here's one that we haven't got to, but we're going to get to this season. Um, let's just do the one word response one because I guess if we go too in depth of it right now, we'll I don't like this game. Much. I don't like this well, game. Well, you can start out then. This is the last one. Here we go. Ah, uh, that doesn't make it better. The Nightman Cometh. Spider. That was way too long to think, but... Classic. Yeah. Uh-huh! <laughs> uh, I would have chosen Overrated for that one. Oh, really? Why? Oof. Maybe, uh, Ooh, yeah. Oof, why? Oof, big I, take. That's going to tank it, our... our, our <clears throat> viewership once we get to that everybody's like upset like you think paul walker's bad everybody loves the fucking nightman holy shit can we just real quick i love zero that the fast and the furious has become a a meme like within the last like 12 hours like everyone's posting memes about the family family. it's the family welcome to welcome to rum ham and wild cards where the hosts here are family welcome to the family meeting we're actually gonna diverge and completely become a fast nine podcast only fast nine. None of the, not <laughs> None of the other ones. <laughs> um, 
So that's all I've got uh, as far as responses to the list of lists. But we do have a couple people that reached out and asked us more like how the like the the process, I guess, uh, of which we we come to our scores. So I think it would be an interesting idea to kind of let key people in right now and and ask uh, what what do you guys think when you're putting your scores together? What are you going off of here? Uh, I guess like we could start just go down the categories and like yeah go for each one because um, we kind of touch on yeah. it in the episode reviews but we never really like full out say like here's what i'm thinking of so uh when when you guys are watching episode sunny what are you looking for for like let's say a 10 out of 10 story versus like a one out of 10 uh, um i like it when look i like the um when stories and sitcoms when there's two different plots going on because i guess you have to you know, keep the audience engaged. People have, you know, small attention spans. I get that. But I like the stories better when they focus on one particular plot more and they expound on that much more as opposed of as opposed to two different lines. So if I see an episode like that, I'm going to r- rank it higher. Okay. In the story aspect, of course. If everybody, I like a structured story where every character has an integral part to play in the story and the advancing along in the story. If mm-hmm. ever I'm watching an episode and I feel like, man, this could have been really good or this could have, this worse, this story could have happened perfectly without D or without Frank or without Dennis. I think that that is like a waste of character potential. And uh, if each character isn't advancing the story along in that way. And also, I always give bonus points for the reach around. That's my, I love reach arounds. We were just talking about M. Night Shyamalan uh, before we started this. You know, what a twist. I, I love it when M. Night Shyamalan gives us a good reach around. What you a know, twist. You're in, the, you're in the theaters and you get that feeling in your stomach and that's M. Night Shyamalan giving you the old. Uh, what a twist. When I saw what The Sixth twist. Sense. Not, not, oh, I, I definitely was about to say starring Vin Diesel, but that's not Vin Diesel. That's Bruce Willis. It's actually Jason Statham. <laughs> Dif- different bold actor. Uh, I'm sorry for stereotyping bold actors. What about you, Donnie? What are you What are you thinking of when you go through these episodes as far as ranking the story goes? Um, I started giving like a point or no point for the cold open. Um, nothing really specific with the cold open, just whether or not I thought it was good or not. Some of them I think suck. Some of them don't make me laugh. Some of them are fucking amazing. So I try to give a point or no point for that. But the story itself... First of all, got to have a good reach around at the end mm, to make it the 10. Girl. To make it the 10. But then, yeah, I like when it's there's at least two storylines. And then the stories we could like possibly like say, like, oh, is this like 2A, 2B, and 2C? Or is this like a third separate storyline? When there's kind of like three, possibly four different storylines all going on at once. But they're not just like random. I, gotta, I didn't come up with a specific example, I guess, necessarily for this one. But, yeah, when there's like just... Four or five different things just all happening at once, but they all make sense. They all play their different roles, and then at the end, they all tie back together, and they all had, like, a specific reason to do what they did along the way. Yeah, like, in The Gang Gets Whacked Part 1, they bring back, I totally forget his name, the fucking um, drug guy. They bring him back around again. Mm -hmm. So I think that was, like, there are parts where they'll... Bingo. Bingo. They'll meet, like, a dude under the bridge or whatever, and he'll, like, serve like a completely functional purpose. This dude is a catalyst for this other joke to happen, this other scene to happen, and he never appears again. Mm-hmm. So I would give extra points for they bring Bingo back. He's a more integral. Don't mention my name. He's an <laughs> integral part of how things are shaken out. Okay. Yeah. 
you know, it's interesting you guys went for the structure of the story. I look for content. Uh, I, I consider structure part of it where um, if it's not a good story, but I, I like how it flows, I'll, I'll probably give up to five points. But really when you're getting up to like, if I give like an eight, nine, 10, in my mind, that is uh, a story, a plot that can only happen in this show is uniquely sunny. Cause that's what we're trying to do is find what is like the most like quintessential sunny episodes. So like something from like five to seven points, that's like a good story, but you could probably find a watered down version of it somewhere else. Or it's like derivative of something else uh, to some extent, but like eight, nine, 10 would be like, this is something that only this show could pull off. Anything below a five, I think, is uh, I'm a just f- just boring. I'm a full-on structuralist, bro. I can't fucking stand finger paints. It's like nothing to do. Like, I don't understand. You just put fucking paint everywhere. Play-Doh <laughs> also really gets me going, unless it has, like, shapes that I can make, like make it into these, like, nice little dinosaurs. Otherwise, it's just a mess of weird clay. <laughs> it makes it gives me anxiety. If you, if you crafted uh, the philosopher Aristotle out of Play-Doh, would that be Aristotle Play-Doh? Yeah, that's right. You got that. Ooh, bad joke of the podcast episode. Thank you, guys. Uh, okay, so interesting. Uh, I never really realized that you guys go for more structure. I'm kind of more of like the content of it. And yet we're all here together talking about it. Weird. Well, I mean, got a gun pointed at my nuts, so yeah. it's not like I'm going anywhere else. I don't want to say I don't take into account for <laughs> bang, bang. the content either. Like, if it's bad content, it's very well structured. Like, it's obviously not going to get an 8 or 9 or 10 even. So, like, the content still has to be there. Okay. But I guess for me, I don't know. I guess I don't really differentiate between the content and the structure. I guess the content is just part of, like, whether or not it was funny, I guess. I don't know. The way I view it. I guess it, I maybe don't account it for the stories. The way I, I view thought. it, content is fleshed out in characters and humor. It probably Now that I think about it, yeah, I guess it probably yeah, is. Yeah, it would be in the, humor. The characters and the humor uh, make the content. The quotes are, you know, because this is a quote heavy show which is unique to the show not unique to the show it's unique to shows like this i imagine seinfeld also you could do a whole quotes thing larry david shows you can do a whole quotes thing well that show created a lot of like modern phrases like the term double dipping is a seinfeld creation like stuff like that uh, i'm not saying like sunny's done the same at all i don't think there's anything sunny's done other than like the implication where you can like yeah, use that term and find out like all right, who's the Sunny fan in this room? Just get oh, on the microphone. Oh, that's that's called uh, uh, the technical term for that is shibboleth. Shibble shibboleth shibboleth. That's shibboleth? the technical term for that. And what language is that? Uh, it's Hebrew. Oh, nice. yeah. There was a story in the Bible about this group of people who asked people um, a certain word, and if they didn't say the word right, they killed them because they know the people they were trying to kill pronounced it a certain way. So that's like your secret password, basically. Like uh, Reddit, early days of Reddit was like the narwhal <laughs> bankins at midnight or some dumb shit like that. So if you like said that in a crown, uh, uh, if you said that in a cl- uh, crowd, you would know someone was on Reddit. Have you t- been taught to be cautious? So so uh, speaking of having uh, a gun pointed at your nuts, it's like an Inglorious Bastards when he yeah. holds up two, yeah, but the, he holds up the three. The, it's the three, three, but yeah. he holds up the three wrong, the wrong fingers three. and right. they call out that he's an Englishman. Yeah. yeah. Huh, you guys are getting a culture lesson and everything here on this episode. A very different kind of jabroni talk for our 50th episode. Uh, let's characters. get into characters. Yeah. Let's get into characters. Uh, I think we have the best understanding of this uh, together. 
basically right of like all the characters are very on point for themselves in their in their um golden god their peak form their peak, so there exists yeah. in the ether the perfect form of dennis charlie d and frank um and as long as each character is participating in that form 100 percent, then they get a good character score yeah and then side characters yeah i don't give a perfect 10 unless there's at least one good side character in there yep yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you could go back and listen and prove me wrong on that statement, but that's at least what I'm thinking when I when I lay out my original scores. Is if there's no legendary side characters or one-offs, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't give a ten out of ten. That makes sense. I mean, because this show is is a lot about the side characters too. They're very important. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'm I'm still trying to figure out how, like, I'm grading characters. I'm still, you know, it's kind of arbitrary for me. At least the way it started, but the way I'm, I'm seeing it now, I'm I'm giving it like, one point if all the characters are there, and then if they're their peak selves, they get an extra point, two points. Um, <clears throat> some, it, like, it's hard. I don't know yet. You need eight more. Yeah, bro, I, you got eight more points. Where I, do those Where do those come and, from? And then if, well, well, if they're wearing the right costume, that's three points. Yes, exactly. uh, let's see if they're hanging out in patties. No, you know, no. that's four right there. Uh. Cricket, that's five. If all the characters are there, Green Man, that's at least twelve. That's points. yeah, 12 fourteen points. points. Got Green it. Man, <laughs> I if Green Man is there, usually ten, ten for characters, maybe yeah, we'll exactly. <clears throat> but I don't know. I, I want to give like a, at least a five if they're all there. If they're there and they're all their peak selves, that's over an eight, eight or nine. Um, and then if there are side characters, that's a full ten. My whole combination has to be, or includes side characters as well. Because okay. like I said, they're in, they're as part of Sunny as the main characters. Yeah, I don't know how low I've gone on my lowest character score, but like I feel like it can't be much lower than a four or five, just because yeah. the worst they can be is all right. One or two of them is kind of being themselves, and then everyone else sucks. But even at that point, like, I feel like you'd have to at least give a four or five, and that's like at their absolute worst. I couldn't even think of an episode where like everyone just isn't who I want them to be. Yeah. So what some people might not understand, which is good for this, is they might think that characters is like the ability of the actor to act, which is not what we're talking about. We're talking right. about how classic each character is in their, in role. their yeah, in their role, how well they portray their, uh, the epitome of their character. Having having said that though, I I will say that I'll I'll give bonus points if there's a particularly exceptional performance like um, uh, why can't I think of the episode with Serpico? But when Charlie is being Serpico for the mayor, uh, yeah, uh, he that's exceptional. Or anytime they really write D to be as ruthless as the rest of the gang, um, I think that just speaks to the excellent writing and excellent acting. So. I consider that a bit of an exception, but yeah, for the most part, it is what the characters themselves are doing. Bums making a mess. Yes, thank you. Bums making a mess all over the city is the one I was thinking there. Adam, keeping me in check. Uh, quotes. What do you guys do for quotes? Because uh, mine's pretty simple. Well, whatever the mo- whatever's the most quotable, like whatever's had uh, an impact on my life, things that I'll just say randomly walking in the store. I, I-, I say derivative all the time. <clears throat> I yell that mm-hmm. all the fucking time. Yes. At anything. Mostly at me. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe you should be more original. Apparently. That, that wouldn't happen. But that would require me to do a podcast where we're not talking about someone else's work. Derivative. And, uh, you know, this whole podcast is derivative. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, anything where I'm kind of doing, like, my own take on it, depending on what the context is. Um, just, you know, the... 
the basic, the common, the common things that you can say to a Sunny fan. If if you got up in a room and set it into a microphone, who's gonna go? Oh, this guy watches Sunny. Mm. That, that that's yep. what I think of when I mark down a password. Down a quote. The, the I think easy password. I think this one is the easiest to explain, but I still don't think we all agree. Put agree it, yeah, we thing? we don't, don't put it to numbers like the same way. I and count, I, that's a bad I count thing, my but. total. And the most I've found in an episode right now is like 1918. So uh, I've just been having it is what I've been doing. Um, I don't. Um, mm, yeah, I guess quantity versus quality argument is the big one that, that, that we're going to have. Right. Here. Yeah. Because what do you do? Do you take down like only the number that out of all the ones that we say that are worth it? Like what if we said three good quotes that weren't on your list? Does that oh, change I your add score? To, I add to that. Yeah, that's when my score changes. Yeah. Right. So you, I'd, like you, to, I'd like to audit your math. I'd yeah, say it's a yeah, little exactly. Off, we, we Other too. than that, give uh, us the results. I don't think mine's that specific. That's probably yeah. the most specific any of us get, though. Like, because there are some that I could write down ten quotes for one episode, ten quotes for another, and yeah. give like a six and one four in the other, just because one of the quotes I use more. Or yeah, it's, it's weighted. Yeah, like I don't necessarily have like a very accurate scale that I well, use episode to episode with quotes. For quotes, I think like the the smaller the quote, the better. I, I guess I would think of because like uh, one of the episodes I think Braden you were for your quote section you were just speaking it was, it was a, a whole scene you're speaking uh, a dialogue and I'm like yeah I liked it but I would put that in like humor or something I wouldn't put like a full dialogue there um, I think like derivative is a good example of like a one-off line if there's like three or four like great one-off lines in an episode that I kind of say a lot in my life or quote I'm gonna give that usually a five at my base. Um, and then what I'm learning from this podcast is that there's a lot of th- throwaway lines that I've never heard before. Like a character will whisper behind another character mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, that's awesome. That deserves like its own point in, in quotes because mm-hmm. it's kind of special. Yeah. Like uh, Mac talking about the, in the gang solves the North Koreans when they're all talking over each other. And he says, they're the Koreans that come down and eat your dog, that kind of thing. Um, what an homage, sir, you are paying to this art form. <laughs> you will be remembered throughout history for your dedication. Pardon? Thank you. Oh, yeah. A, a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> he went from denial to acceptance like that. Pardon? Oh, thank you. <laughs> like, He's like, I don't yeah. know what any of this means, but it sounds like a compliment. <laughs> thank you. Are you being sarcastic? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's really arbitrary. That's kind of the basic of it all. This entire thing is arbitrary. Yeah. I mean, like you said, quality versus quantity. That is definitely something I try and take into account. Like one episode might have one quote or two quotes that are just exceptional. As opposed, I, I to think there's a quantity of quality. I think sure. if you write down only the ones that are quality, you're going to find that there's episodes where every Ooh. line is better than the quantity last. has a quality all its own. Mm. What oh is art, God. man? Mm. Can we move on, please? Wait, wait, wait! I have one last thing to say. <laughs> um, I think another important factor that weighs into the quotes is it's. Um, I don't know if malleability is the right word, but it's it's changing the more I hear it and understand it. Like um, the quote, "You don't just put a man on a list." At first, when I first heard that, I was like, oh, that's hilarious. You know, Charlie being Charlie. Then I think about it. If you look at a random list that somebody has somewhere and your name is on it, <laughs> the first thing you're going to think about is what the fuck is this list about? Dude, Why is my I fucking do? name on it? You don't just put a man on a list. He's crossing it out with red ink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's the ability for a quote to um, 
steep like a good tea uh over time and 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 settle in and you know i don't know if you're unlocking the real meaning behind the quote but just that i don't need, i don't know what to describe how to describe it i get what you're putting out i'm picking up what you're putting out so um i've kind of i say this almost every episode so when you put them all together uh the characters the quotes and the story you get the overall humor uh, but really, I guess the question is like, how much did it make you laugh is kind of what I've been basing it off of. Yeah. So this one, I think, would be the most subjective out of all of them, because you can call on anything that we talk about to make your argument for this one. Right. So I don't know. What do you what do you guys look for in the humor of an episode? How much I laugh, like how hard I laugh too. like if my if I'm bellowing, laughing like I'm. My stomach is hurting. Oh, you do it ho, from like ho, ho. you do it from like a physical, like the immediate physical effect you get from the laugh becomes its well. It's like an it's like well, it's like an amount. Uh, it's like it's like uh, at the end, it's an average of, of it all. It's a stone soup of it all, of course. <laughs> and so, like, yeah, I don't know. So you you go but off a physical. Only, you like, go off a physical barometer. It's not only like if 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 a character if someone delivers a, a particular quote in like a really hilarious fashion or a particular way i'll put that into humor as well as quotes but like it's not just how much i laugh i take into account double dipping over there my guy of course i take into account how much i put in the other scores too hmm uh uh no no (laughs) you don't don't. like Uh, i don't i don't go off like like, so so you you're saying like if, 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 if I'm understanding it correctly, yours is, is more along the lines of like, how much do I physically react to this? That like, wasn't only, that was part of it. Like if I'm laughing a lot, yeah, I'm going to put that at a higher score. Okay. But that's, that's a no brainer. Okay. I'm going to see what's so hard to understand about that. No. Oh, well, oh, okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, All right. There's no need to get defensive. Put his dick on the table. It's your, it's your method. <laughs> it's your method. It works for you. All right. But it finally fights back at us. But it's not the only thing that I look for. Like, if if there's one episode where Charlie is so Charlie, like everything he does is the most Charlie, I'm going to put that high in characters, but I'm going to also double dip into humor. Be like, everything he does is so funny. Because it is just the idea of it, just his character is funny. Yeah. You know, also physical, physical things, like the way that a scene is edited or a cold open is edited to go to the opening card. There's so much other than. More than the lines. There's more than the dialogue. There's yes. the editing you humor. Get involved in humor. Editing but I think jokes. very simply that's just how much does it make you laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that wasn't like an insult. No, anyone, it's but just, you got very defensive off that. You said, no, it's not just. Well, you, you guys I, weren't I understanding. I was slinging a little uh, yeah, okay. shade over there. Well, I, well, that's not how I took it. But regardless, I do agree. <laughs> it's, it's very. I look at it as if I'm by myself, is it still going to make me laugh? Like for something to be a 10. If I can sit in a room by myself and just not laugh, it's not that funny. What's like, I don't it think called? it can be a 10. Um, this, maybe this is more of a critique about me, and I think I've said it before. This is the only show where I can laugh and somebody can come in the room uh, after hearing me laugh and be like, hey, man, are you okay? Like, is there a problem? Do I need to call an ambulance or something? Yeah. Because this show just, like, hits that. I don't know if it's a funny bone. I don't know how humor works. I don't know how comedy works. Uh, I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying there are a- elements to this show that get me d- somewhere deep inside that no matter how many times I see it, it just fucking floors me. 
It's mm-hmm. the only thing I laugh at anymore. My life is meaningless without this television. Yeah, program. like there are certain <laughs> scenes where like if we're sitting in the room together, something kind of funny could happen, but I'm mainly going to laugh because of your guys' reaction to it. I'm not laughing at the scene itself. There, uh, there's a study done a long time ago, and the only thing I can find like quickly on it was this article from uh, Science Focus um, uh, talking about how we are 30 times more likely to laugh at something if there's someone there laughing with us. Oh, bro, that's why you need the laugh track. And that's, yeah, another reason laugh tracks became popular, but... um, They're fucking terrible. Yeah. I refuse to watch a show with a laugh track. So I think that's a good barometer to go off of. Like, if you're laughing at something in the comfort of your own home by yourself, like, it must be really funny. Because when we watch it all together, we, we react like it's the first time we're watching it. But when we don't get to watch it all together at the same time before this... I don't know about you guys. I don't laugh like out loud. I mean, I think that also has partially to do with just the, we're not even just laughing at like, Oh, there was this funny. It's just the whole nostalgia, the whole everything of, Oh, this is fun being with friends, hanging out, watching a show again. Yeah. You can Mm -hmm. tell the lamest joke ever because we're having a good time. We're going to laugh and enjoy it. So when I do my humor rating, I try and separate that from, you know, uh, I try and separate that from, and I, I don't know if I do this in my daily life. I feel like I'm always checking myself because of that. Like, I don't know if I should find this funny because everybody else is laughing. But what of me? I'm a head case. Anyway, <laughs> we talk about, you know, the subjectivity that you mentioned, Brayden. And I think that what I was describing about that, um you know, thing, the way it's always sunny, like arrests your, just takes hold of whatever and makes you laugh that hard. That's going to be different for different people. Uh, people are, you know, going to think that the um, fucking... Gun fever did that to them, and they fucking lost their shit. These people are idiots. What can I say? <laughs> um, but I'm gonna get hate. For what? Paul, I'm gonna get hate for my Paul Walker comments. You're calling people idiots for liking gun fever? Yeah, man. Nobody listens to our talking about it's always sunny. Everybody listens to it how it affects them personally. So if they really like Paul Walker, they're just gonna remember the fact that we made a Paul Walker joke. I literally Nothing didn't out. know who Paul Walker was until he, he was died. family. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I I never wa- I it was like, what the fuck is a fast? Dream? He's the reason that Donnie's favorite artist got more than a billion uh, listens on Who? Uh, YouTube. Who's your favorite artist, Donnie? Who, who is this? Who's the guy? Huh? That Wiz Khalifa. Mr. Wiz Khalifa. Oh, okay. I he's love pretty Wiz good. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Yeah, I was listening to him. No, no, no. I'm not. That. I'm not making fun of you. I just. I mean, you're making a- fun of somebody, and I don't think it's fucking working, but. I don't know who I'm trying to make fun of in that. I don't think I'm making fun you're of anyone. You're yeah. making fun of me or him, and all neither three of us are fucking fun of All of three of us don't like your Wiz Khalifa hate. Yeah, the Brady only reason my artist. Are you serious, Brady? Midwest my cowboy. He, I, I, okay, I. What, what the was only the, reason let's, let's my favorite artist? Joke. Rolling let's, Papers. The only Rolling reason, Papers two. I'm just saying the, the joke had to be coming at somebody or else. What was there was no joke. It was just the joke fact. is that the nostalgia of missing Paul Walker would make people want to listen to see you again that much more. I so think the, was joke the joke was like, then again on Paul Walker. shouldn't have gotten that many listens. The joke had to be coming at well, one of us. The way you worded it, it and make it so yeah. mean like that. Yeah, the way you worded it is it was either coming at Wiz or coming at me for supporting Wiz. We can for make being Wiz. we can make jokes about the Holocaust. We can make jokes about all sorts of. <laughs> yeah, but if we you come at Wiz, the moment you come at Wiz Khalifa, yeah. that's way over. You guys the come line, at bro. you come at people watching golf. You come yeah. at Wiz Khalifa. I'm fucking ready to quit. I'm yeah. not coming at anyone watching golf. I'll I watch am. golf. I am. I'll watch. I don't it. understand. We've we've said on this podcast before that it's either Caddyshack or golf on that channel, but uh, yeah, no, uh, I'm not <laughs> trying to go after anyone here. I was just trying to uh, 
Make a joke at someone's expense, I guess. And for that, I someone's apologize. Expense, yeah. I apologize. Yeah. Boom. You should apologize. Boom. Post a Twitter apology about it. Post a YouTube video apology about it where you're not I'm wearing make, any makeup. I'm going to make <laughs> a Twitter account <laughs> to post the apology <laughs> at... To Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> to Wiz. Yeah, he's, he's like, probably the most hurt out of all of us right now. You know he was on The Masked Singer? You can make fun of me for no, that. No, I have no idea what that. that is, though. Yeah, I'll make fun of you. What, I, what is that show? I, I will go over to my mother's house and watch The Masked Singer with her. That uh, show is just celebrities jerking off other celebrities on stage. I hate how I into it I You can't guess. put that on television. I don't think there's a federal, is, federal communications commission. They have rules. You metaphorically. You put that on television. Freaking metaphorically. Metaphorically. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's a <laughs> great know? show where you try and figure out who The Masked Singer is and it's a celebrity, but like... Wiz got up there and was, I forgot what song he did. I could just immediately tell it was him. I was like, Wiz Khalifa. My mom was like, Ms. Kahoo? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Ms. Kahoo? And then she texted me two weeks later. I guess she watched the finale. And she says, W-I-Z-Z-K-A-F-L-I-H-A. It's a whole season with the same one person? They eliminate one every season. I guess he like made it towards the end. That's I don't, I'm not going to explain ridiculous. the logistics of of uh, the masked singer to you guys right now. I'm not going to encourage you to watch other Fox owned properties. Hollywood is trash. That's what the, that's what cash that show trash. means. Hollywood is trash. Cash so, uh, is trash. Yeah. Let's let's get into our last one here. Wildcard All right, so what do you guys give it? I'm just kidding. Uh, so uh, the wild card spot. Um, I always what count do you guys something. do? I try and so, count something. Yeah, there's um. All right, so the, let's get some uh, history over here. Originally, this was supposed to be how many felonies they committed in the episode. I still but remember. But that's fucking stupid. So we changed <laughs> it. We changed well, no, it. <laughs> it was, that was even before we started. Yeah, no, that, that was, was Alpha. Like, that was the uh, that yeah. was the drawing room. That was our pilot. Um, We changed it to be, I don't know, something, a number of things from the show. So like, you know, 25 fucking liquid deaths out of 10 or whatever. Um. But it has, over time, developed to be a way to sort of fix your ranking. Yeah. If there was, like, a different issue that didn't fall under one of the categories, which it is. It's, you know, the regular definition of a wild card besides the it's always sunny connotations. Yeah. It's it's there to blow your score to kingdom come, basically. If, or, if or sink it down. Yeah. Or, or yeah, sink it down to be. the bottom of the marina where they had a horse like, battle. There will be... Oh, sorry. There will be some episodes where that I just really love but watching them they might not get the scores that i want to give them f in the other category so i'll just maybe i'll give that episode a 10 for wildcard whenever you have a set of rules that you've made up which are, yeah. aren't really based on anything you yeah. need a loophole to yeah, get out of those rules that we're you Jews. made up we're all about loopholes what, what, what joker saying the dark knight something about you got a set of rules but you gotta you gotta break them and then and then heath ledger killed himself or something oh Ooh. come on no 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 that that How one hurts that one hurts me yeah. no, 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 no. that's the I one like that heath one ledger he was that's good ledger was the greatest i like heath ledger come on look oh. if you're having if you're having those kinds of thoughts seek the, help that's my disclaimer don't uh, the joker got to him we got to do the bo burnham the, the uh, national, disclaimer national suicide hotline oh my seriously God. give us a call not give us. us a call. Give the National Suicide Hotline um, a call. I will say, I'd rather listen to your story than attend your funeral. <laughs> What's that? That line everybody posts. I don't know. Don't worry, um, I won't attend your funeral. All right. <laughs> I won't do either. <laughs> actually. Uh, okay. So terrible. terrible. One thing, um, since we only have a little bit left, what 
would you go back and change in 50 episodes? What's the one thing that you would go back and change or alter? Hmm. All of my first season, like, full scores. Like, I would redo my enti- the entire... Because, like, knowing what we know now... Yeah, I'd be down to honestly redo season one. Not, like, right now, but maybe eventually. If I give them all zeros because of no Frank? Yeah, absolutely. I'd get on your zero no Frank train. I'm fine with my first season scores. Um, thought they were what reflective would you change? of... Uh, well, no, I'm not saying the score. I'm just saying a conversation. I feel like if if... Whoever's listening to this is, uh, you know, foolish enough to go and listen to episode one, which I put foolish in air quotes because it's probably the logical thing you do. Uh, just our conversation, not to toot our own horn, is not the same, uh, arguably better yeah. than it was the first like yeah. dozen episodes. I think we grow, you know, we grow over time. We got in our groove. Um, yeah, without again, without like you know, patting our backs too hard. Uh, feel like you know learn more about how we discuss this big shout out to all the listeners that have reached out to us with with their concerns about how we cover this show we're we're always trying to toe that line of appreciation for the show without giving um the the arrogant viewpoints too much of a platform if that makes sense you know you draw a very fine line uh watching the show and appreciating this show yeah i think we so in terms of response to what you guys said, I think that, you know, you don't really get to where you are without making the mistakes you made. So I don't know about changing anything. I don't know if we could have come at, you know, those viewpoints a bit better. Well, like I mean, we're trying our hardest. No one no one here is like openly hateful towards anyone. I so wish it, somebody wrote a book about how to start a podcast. I'm sure I think there's books out there. <laughs> I'm sure there's like one or two out there. But um as there's probably podcast on how to as a throwaway SNL. Step one, be famous already. Yeah, that's true. Step that's the easiest true. way that's to do the that. The easiest way to start a podcast is already be famous. Good God. Well, that's the easiest way to get paid off a podcast. Maybe if you weren't fucking anonymous, we can make you a star. Oh, and then sure. Fucking that's it. That's the thing that's... That's, that's holding us back, that's bro. That's holding you guys we, back, And yeah. then you're on Conan, and we fly yeah. you out there, and Conan's, you go to get Conan's on stage. done, bro. I know. I, I well, I, for the joke here, we get you. You go to walk out on stage, and then we say the jokes. I'm on only going to be day. on Johnny Carson. <laughs> only <gonna> yeah, <laughs> that's right. Or the uh, the. Uh, uh, I don't watch old TV, old movies. Um, old the Ed TV Sullivan show. show. Ed Sullivan. That's another one. Lawrence Well. Lawrence Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, now that we've resorted back to 60s and 70s TV, I I only know Fred Armisen as Lawrence Welk. Oh, you should go. If you watch the original, it gives you better appreciation. Thank you, thank you. All I could think of, I can't watch Fred Armisen stuff anymore because of, when we, Adam and I saw Fred <laughs> Armisen, Adam's friend heckled Fred Armisen. He didn't like, heckle. He's he, like, anyone he, from out of here is like, yeah, from England. And then he yelled, I forgot what he yelled after that, but he yelled something. At this point, I was cringing so hard in my seat. I like wasn't paying attention to him. I just wanted him to stop yelling at the stage. <laughs> But I, that's why I can't watch Fred Armisen anymore. Okay. Is cause Sounds I, like you should stop hanging out with people from Sussex. <laughs> Donnie, what would you change? Uh, this conversation. Yeah, okay. All right, that's fair. <laughs> no, I would talk. Okay, anyways. Um, I don't know. I wouldn't change anything. I don't know. perfect. I don't know. What would you change? Because you, you had the question. You said you wouldn't change anything, and I think that's a cop-out. Um. What I said was, is I wouldn't change the way we did things. I wish that somebody had said, 
uh, at the beginning, like, hey, here's an effective way to deal with the media and the information that you're dealing with. Like, here's a step-by-step outline how to, you know, handle the topics and the issues, not just the controversial ones, but the whole thing in general. Like, if somebody mm-hmm. at the beginning had a step-by-step outline, because even the outlines we made, we couldn't never have known what they would become, the monster we've created. <laughs> monster we've unleashed. Maybe we should have set a, uh, I would change. We go back and set a shorter goal. We'll review some of the episodes. <laughs> Maybe not all of them. No, I'm kidding. Well, uh, I'll leave you guys on a little uh, fan insight here, a little listener insight. Um, our top rated episode, people think um, out of our, our top five that we currently have, which is Sweet D's Dating Retarded Person, The Gang Gets Invincible, Dennis and D Go on Welfare, Charlie Goes America All Over Everyone's Ass, The Gang Gives Back, and Dennis Looks Like a Registered Sex Offender. Out of those six, um, two of them are tied, uh, the listeners think Dennis and D Go on Welfare should be the number one out of, out of all of that. It's currently tied for third. Mm. So um, they- do with that information as you guys will. Yeah. Uh, and uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. 50 episodes in. Woot yeah, thank woot. you, guys. Yeah, anything else you guys got to say to listeners? Uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, this is your first episode. Thanks for joining us on the, the 50th episode. This was definitely a weird one. Kind of a good introduction, I guess, to how we do things. It was our own clip show. Yeah, this is kind of our version of a clip show, which we have enough outtake clips where... We, we could listen to them and, and see what that, that's like. Listen to our own clip show for real. But uh, I'll leave that for another Jabroni Talk. If you guys could do us a favor, hit subscribe wherever you're listening. If you're on Apple Podcasts, go and uh, give us a five-star review. We appreciate it so much. It goes a long way. Uh, get notified whenever new episodes come out, including episodes reviews. Uh, help us add on to the list of lists. Follow us at AlwaysSunnyPod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we got content going up on there. You can let us know what you think of your favorite episodes we reviewed, your least favorite episodes we've reviewed, all that good stuff at Always Sunny Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Go to solo.to slash rumham for all these links that I've been blabbering at you. Uh, and we will see you guys next week for another uh, episode of Rumham and Wildcards. So don't go anywhere. Hit subscribe. Good night, New York. Rumham and Wild Cards is produced, directed, and edited by me, Braden Pluggenkool. Donnie Crunkleton is our associate producer. This episode was written and hosted by me, Braden Pluggenkool, Donnie Crunkleton, Adam Rothbort, and the Dish of the Day. Mm-hmm.